The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Sunrise podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. Good morning to you here at 5 a.m. Thanks for waking up with us. I'm Maddie Jansen alongside Alex Fisher. Some breaking news overnight. A call for a fire led to the discovery of smoke in an air vent overnight at Adventist Health's Delano Regional Medical Center. Fire crews were called to the area just before 1 a.m. It is unknown at this time what caused the smoke or if any patients or staff had to evacuate. No further information is available at this time. And Bakersfield police officers were led on a chase last night around 930 through South Bakersfield that resulted in two arrests. Officers tried to pull over a vehicle near Plans Road and Sandra Drive, but BPD says instead of stopping, the driver took off onto South Chester Avenue, then south to Fairview Road and cut through streets in the Rexland Acres area. At one point, police say the passenger got out and ran from the vehicle, dropping a gun. The driver then stopped about a block away and was arrested. The passenger was later found and arrested nearby as well. A 43-year-old man that led police on a pursuit in South Bakersfield was taken into custody yesterday afternoon. Shortly after 2 p.m., Hugo Vasquez Rodriguez fled from deputies on Vern Street near White Lane after deputies arrived for a domestic violence incident call involving a gun. Rodriguez eventually stopped and was taken into custody he now faces several felony charges. If you have any information involving this case, you're asked to call KCSO at 861-3110 or secret witness at 322-4040. And just a reminder, if you are experiencing domestic violence or know someone who is, there is help available. You can always call 911 if it's an emergency. You can also call the Alliance Against Family Violence and Sexual Assault. Their number is 322-0931 or their crisis line at 327-1091. You can also call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Bakersfield Police need your help finding a missing 14-year-old boy. Jeremiah Nicholas Flores was last seen on Columbus Street near University Avenue in Northeast Bakersfield Saturday, wearing a white shirt and gray shorts. Flores is described as 5'11", 280 pounds, with dark brown hair and brown eyes. He has no prior history of running away. If you have any information, call BPD at 327-7111. In your 17 court watch, the man who provided crucial evidence leading to the arrest of Matthew Queen in the Bakersfield 3 case was sentenced yesterday to four years in prison. Last year, 35-year-old Matthew Van de Castile pleaded no contest to charges associated with the death of Michael Holsenbake. Van de Castile testified how Queen, his best friend at the time, asked to use his garage one night in late March 2018 to question Holsenbeck about a missing gun. He said Queen and Bailey Despot arrived at the house, but he never saw Holsenbeck and didn't look in the garage. The next day, Van de Castile told police he went into the garage and saw a large red stain on a wooden shelf. That stain tested positive for blood matching Holsenbeck's DNA. Queen, meantime, is scheduled to be sentenced next month. A Los Angeles sex offender charged with murder in Kern County has been ordered to stand trial on murder. 26-year-old Hannah Tubbs is accused of killing Michael Clark in Keysville back in 2019. Sergeant Stephen Davis testified yesterday, providing insight on the possible motive for the crime. 
According to Davis, witnesses told him Clark and Tubbs engaged in a lengthy argument on April 20th, 2019. Tubbs had allegedly stolen a $100 check that Clark received from his father, and Clark threatened to call police. Witnesses say Clark and Tubbs went for a walk the next morning, but Clark did not return. His body was pulled from the Kern River five, uh, months later. Multiple witnesses say Tubbs admitted beating the man to death with a rock. Tubbs has pleaded not guilty to first-degree murder and robbery. She faces life in prison if convicted. Sheriff's deputies say a local business owner and his sons took the law into their own hands, and now they face several charges. Early April 27th, deputies say a burglar entered Sparks Custom Pools in northwest Bakersfield and stole valuables from a few cars. But a sheriff's deputy, or a sheriff's report rather, says the owner, John Sparks, was alerted to the crime by an alarm and saw the burglar on camera. The report says Sparks grabbed his pistol and raced to his business. Sparks fired a warning shot and the burglar surrendered. But reports say Sparks zip-tied the man. Deputies say Sparks and his sons, Brendan and Trenton, punched and kicked the suspect for 45 minutes and later placed the man into the bed of a truck until deputies arrived. The, sus the suspected burglar suffered severe lacerations and other injuries. He is facing charges of petty theft and trespassing. Meantime, Sparks was arraigned on felony charges yesterday. His sons were also charged in the crime. All pleaded not guilty and remained free on bail. From our follow-up file now, parents rejoice as the new crosswalk for kids at Martin Luther King Jr. Elementary School is up. 17th Marco Torres has more from the new intersection. The new four-way stop is up here at Cheatham Avenue and South Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. You can see the warning signs behind me to let drivers know to stop at the intersection. All of this done so that kids can get to school safely. The four-way stop and crosswalk took years to get built, but it's up and people are using it. The majority of the people uses it, kids, the you know, handicapped, everybody uses that I've seen. The intersection comes with a four-way stop, streetlights, and around-the-clock flashing beacons to warn drivers of the approaching stop. A dedicated crossing guard is in place to help kids and parents cross safely. A lot of cars wouldn't stop. They would just go by, I mean, even with kids in the middle of the street. But nevertheless, I'm, I feel safer now that they have a stop sign now. Bakersfield City School District Superintendent Mark Luque says the four-way stop and crossing guard offer families a needed layer of safety during their commute to and from school. Luque also warns people to be observant of drivers as they get used to the new four-way stop. The only issue is drivers need to pay attention and stop at the intersection. We've seen some cars speed through the intersection, while others have slammed on their brakes to avoid hitting pedestrians. I've seen on several occasions where the people, you know, they're not really paying attention, they're not focused, and not used to it being there. So they just run through it. And I've seen one accident related to that. The Bakersfield City School District and the county all are requesting for parents and kids to use the crosswalk. There is a cross guard and it's the safest way to get to school. Now, speeding can still happen in the area and if you notice it, you can call the California Highway Patrol at 661-396-6600. From Southeast Bakersfield, Marco Torres, 17 News. Making news around the state, in Sacramento, lawmakers are racing against the clock as a key deadline for bills approaches on Friday. This Friday marks what's called the House of Origin deadline, meaning any bill introduced in the Assembly or Senate must pass through its original House by then. Abortion protections were at the top of the priority list for the Democratic majority in the Assembly yesterday. 
Two measures passed with two-third votes extending abortion protections to doctors and out-of-state abortion patients. AB 2626 prevents doctors and nurse practitioners from state punishment for helping with abortions, while AB 1666 aims to shield patients and doctors from out-of-state lawsuits. We must ensure that these foreign states' laws do not come into our borders and put our providers, our abortion funds, and the women who are seeking care at risk. Another bill passed in the assembly yesterday, AB 2408, which would allow social media companies to be held legally liable for harms stemming from online addiction in kids. The bill passed with bipartisan support. Another thing lawmakers are working on is opening safe ejection sites, while drug users would be able to use drugs in a controlled setting. The goal of the bill is to prevent drug overdoses and limit the spread of diseases like HIV. Sites would initially open in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Oakland. Clean syringes would be provided and workers would be present to supervise. If anyone suffers an overdose, they would receive immediate treatment. Opponents believe the sites are illegal. A similar bill made its way through the state legislature in 2018, but was vetoed by then-Governor Jerry Brown. Similar sites have already opened in New York City. Governor Gavin Newsom yesterday signed Assembly Bill 35, increasing the state's cap on compensation in medical malpractice cases. Javier De Leon says uh, that advocates say played a key role in the passage of the bill, lost his, his fiance Demi and premature son Malachi in 2019 due to Demi's undiagnosed preeclampsia. De Leon and other family members filed a wrongful death lawsuit, claiming her doctors were responsible for the deaths. Since then, the family's been fighting for AB 35, which not only increases the $250,000 cap on malpractice cases, but allows survivors to sue both healthcare providers and institutions for up to three separate caps. The bill's passage marks the first update to California's cap on compensation in malpractice cases in nearly 50 years. Now to the coronavirus and COVID vaccine access for infants and children could expand. The FDA's vaccine advisors are scheduled to meet June 14th and 15th. They will discuss Pfizer and Moderna shots for children as young as six months old. Pfizer announced its three-dose series was about 80% effective in this age group. Moderna's two shots are about 40 to 50%. The meetings come as COVID cases are once again rising across the nation, including here in Kern County. The American Academy of Pediatrics says there was about a 75% increase among children in just two weeks. With the uptick in cases, health experts say it is still unclear how demand, how high demand will be if the FDA approves the vaccine for kids. A warning to moms seeking alternatives during the current baby formula shortage. Some new moms are turning to social media seeking breast milk from someone else. According to the FDA and the American Academy of Pediatrics, that does carry risks. That's because breast milk is a bodily fluid and varies from mother to mother. Also, the organization's note donors should not be suffering from any health conditions that could be transferred to babies, shouldn't be taking medications, and donors should be tested for illnesses like HIV and hepatitis. Your best bet, talk to your doctor about what's best for your child. In other health news this morning, the CDC is responding to a request for the release of monkeypox vaccines from the strategic national stockpile as global cases continue to rise. The agency says it has 1,000 doses of the Genios vaccine and expects to have many more in the coming weeks. It also has more than 100 million doses of a different smallpox vaccine, but that one has significant side effects. 
As of right now, there is one confirmed case of monkeypox in the U.S. and four suspected cases. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Sunrise. The 17 News at Sunrise podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.